Luke 1, 6. And they were both righteous before God, walking blamelessly in all the commandments and statutes of the Lord. So we were introduced in verse 5 to Zechariah and Elizabeth. And now in verse 6, Luke makes this astounding statement that these two were righteous before God and they walked blamelessly in all the commandments and statutes of the Lord. That's just incredible, uh, incredibly high praise for Zechariah and Elizabeth. And this, this righteousness isn't just a righteousness that is verified before others. In Luke 18, verse 9, Jesus is speaking and er, Jesus is about to speak to some Pharisees. And Luke writes, he also told this parable to some who trusted in themselves that they were righteous and treated others with contempt. And so here in Luke 1, the message that Luke is giving us is not that Zechariah and Elizabeth thought they were righteous. It's not that they were confirmed as righteous in front of others. No, they were righteous in the sight of God. They walked blamelessly in all of his commandments and statutes. So they they had a true righteousness, not just a fool's gold righteousness. They, they were obedient to God. And as we've seen in the, Gen- the Genesis uh, 15 and 12 accounts of Abraham, Faith is what undergirds righteous behavior. So these two truly believed God. The the root of their faith was firm. And so the fruit of their obedience was ripe. They, They had a faith in God and they walked blamelessly. This is the same blamelessness that Paul refers to in Philippians 3 verse 6 he says as to zeal a persecutor of the church as to righteousness under the law blameless and so they were obedient to the law what's interesting if uh, if you study Philippians 3 verse 6 Gerald Peterman writes this blameless does not mean sinless rather in accordance with Pharisaic interpretation of the Old Testament, all his contemporaries could have seen his lifestyle and verified that he was a righteous man. And so even as Paul is persecuting Christians, he is blameless in the law of God. And so it's not that Zechariah and Elizabeth were sinless it's that they were blameless. They were obedient to God's law. But the, importance, the important difference between Paul and Zechariah and Elizabeth is that th- there's this phrase, before God. They were righteous before God. God saw their righteousness. And that's just an astounding fact. It wasn't play righteousness. It wasn't, uh, it wasn't like Paul, obedience to the law, but persecution in his heart. It was a true righteousness that God approved of. And that righteousness overflowed. The mean, or the, the overflow of that righteousness was walking blamelessly in all the commandments and statutes of the Lord. And so we can just pray from this passage that God would give us this kind of blamelessness. Not that we would be sinless, not that we would always be perfect, but that our faith would be secure in Christ 
and that the overflow of our faith would be a heartfelt obedience to his commands. Not that, again, not that we would be sinless, but that we would be pursuing holiness in obedience to God's word. And that's just an outrageous request from God. And so we can do two things from this verse. We can confess our own inability and our weakness and our hearts that are prone to wander from God's commands. Then we can ask God that we would not become legalists we would not pursue his commands and his statutes apart from faith, but that our faith would overflow in obedience to his commands. Then we can ask just for his help to do it because apart from God, though 1 Corinthians 15, 10, though we can work harder than anyone else, apart from God's grace working in us, we will be nothing. So God, we just do those three things right now. We confess our own hearts that are prone to wander. We confess our sin before you, the unrighteousness that we have chosen and choose even now. We ask that you would forgive us of those things. God, I ask that as we pursue blamelessness, a commendable feature of this text, I pray that we would not allow that to become an idol. Would we not become legalists that pursue obedience to moral commands, but have hearts that are rotten? Would you do that for us? Would you do that work in us, God? And then finally, we just ask for your help. Apart from you and your grace, we won't be able to do these things. And so we ask for that in the name of Jesus. Amen. And that is Luke chapter 1, verse 6.